Well, hello there, grown-ups. Did you know that we depend on your generosity and support to keep making Bust or Trust? If you subscribe and support Bust or Trust on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, you'll get access to lots of lovely extras like weekly subscriber bonus episodes with extra evidence, ad-free listening and early access to all our episodes. More to come soon. To support Bust or Trust, just click subscribe in Apple Podcasts or visit patreon.com forward slash Bust or Trust podcast. Or for more information, visit our website at bustortrust.com. Can you unravel the world's greatest mysteries? Can you explain the unexplained and find the pieces to the most puzzling cases? Or are you the ghostly woman in white and you want to know the best way to get rid of stubborn food stains from your clothes? Tiernan, there is no such thing as the woman in white. Oh, isn't there? Are you a myth buster? Or a myth truster? I'm Tiernan. And I'm Athena. Welcome to Bust or Trust. A kids mystery podcast. And, and we, we are, are the Busters or Trusters. We will be looking into some very strange stories from all around the world. No mystery is too big for us. Monsters, ghosts and all kinds of unusual sightings, like when grown-ups make the family go for a walk, even though they don't actually have to be anywhere. So strange. I mean, why would you walk somewhere for no reason? Baffling. We will dive into all the evidence we can find and present all the facts, figures and testimonies. Then it's up to you, our chief detective. You'll work out what it all means and make up your own mind. Is our case an eternal mystery or just a load of old trickery? Hmm. Are you a mythbuster like me? Because things aren't always what they seem. Or are you a mythtruster like me? Because there are just some things we can't understand. Like what? Uh, well, bananas? They do not make sense. I mean, where do they come from? We will never know. They come from shops, Tiernan. They grow on trees. What? I have no words. Hmm. We'll tell you at the end of the show just how to get in touch and you can let us know if you're on Team Buster or the best one, Team Truster. We'll also hear from you, our chief detectives, and your thoughts on the previous cases. So stay tuned. But until then, make sure you take notes, pay attention to all the information and start putting together your case. The case. Would you say we usually have exciting cases for our chief detective, Tiernan? Well, of course, Athena. Only the most thrilling mysteries for our busters and trusters. Why? What's this week's case? <sighs> I'm just worried you'll find it a little bit plain. Oh, no. Really? Are we finally doing the mystery of where I left my keys? No, of course not. I was joking. It's a bit plain because it's about Amelia Earhart, the pilot whose plane disappeared. Oh, I see. Phew. I was worried and just like a plane, I thought I might have to runway and take off. Ah, you would never because then Team Buster would automatically win. Very good point and that must never happen. So, I know this is a very exciting mystery indeed, but can you tell our chief detectives about the high-flying Amelia Earhart? Of course. Have you fastened your seatbelt? Then here we go. Amelia Earhart was an extraordinary American pilot who set many world records. She became the first woman to fly by herself across the Atlantic Ocean in 1932. This was an amazing achievement because when Amelia was flying planes, they were very different to the planes we know and travel in. They were smaller, especially the ones Amelia was using. There were no computers. 
So they had to calculate where they were going and they were nowhere near as safe as they are now. Flying used to be quite a risky thing to do back then. But that didn't put off adventurous Amelia. She was very passionate about flying and did a lot to encourage more women to fly too. She worked with the university to help women access jobs in science and engineering and she even taught students about the science of air travel. In 1937, Amelia and her trusty navigator Fred Noonan set off to fly all the way around the world. As I said before, planes were different then and could only carry a little fuel, so they needed to stop a lot. The trip would take about 30 days. This also made it very risky, and on the 2nd of July 1937, Amelia, Fred and the plane completely disappeared whilst they were flying over the Pacific Ocean, and they were never seen again. Whoa. Exactly. The Pacific is the largest and deepest of the oceans on Earth. There are some small island nations scattered throughout it though, like Fiji, Samoa and the Marshall Islands. It's a pretty big area to go looking for someone who might have disappeared. And so to this day, no one knows exactly what happened to Amelia and Fred. Well, no one knew until now. Because, Chief Detectives, we have found evidence that Amelia Earhart actually landed the plane in the Pacific Islands and didn't just mysteriously vanish. Uh, I think you mean alleged evidence? Well, that's up to our Chief Detectives to work out if Amelia Earhart landed in the Pacific Islands or not. So, buckle up as we present the first piece of evidence. First piece of evidence. Our first piece of evidence is from many witnesses across several Pacific islands that claim they actually saw Amelia and Fred land their plane. There are lots of different stories about what actually happened after they arrived on the islands, but one thing remains the same, that they landed safely. One of the most famous eyewitness accounts comes from Josephine Blanco Akiyama, who was born and raised on a Pacific island called Saipan, which at the time was occupied by the Japanese army. She claimed that... I saw Amelia Earhart land on Saipan in the summer of 1937. I looked up and saw a twin-engine plane cut through the clouds. The plane circled briefly, disappeared, came back into view and dived toward the beach. After a few minutes, I saw soldiers rush to the scene. They surrounded the plane and, a little later, escorted two people past me. A fairly tall, slim woman with a short haircut and dressed in man's clothing and a tall man who was wearing dark trousers and a light shirt with short sleeves. And she was not the only witness on Saipan, so that would explain why Amelia and Fred didn't contact anyone to let them know they were OK, because they were prisoners. But, as you said, Tiernan, there were lots of different versions of this supposed landing, including a landing in the Marshall Islands. In fact, people there were so convinced Amelia Earhart landed on their islands, they made special stamps to remember it. I just hope they didn't use them to send things by airmail. What I'm saying is, Amelia Earhart can't have landed on several islands at the same time. She only had one plane. I can see what you're saying, Athena, but I think all these different stories of people seeing her land just makes it more likely that she did. The Japanese army, who you mentioned occupied many of those islands at the time, might have transported Amelia and Fred across the area while they tried to decide what to do with them. And that all makes even more sense when you consider our second piece of evidence. Second piece of evidence. Our second piece of evidence is the distress calls that were heard by many different witnesses across the Pacific. Athena, could you explain to our chief detectives what a distress call is, please? Of course. A distress call is a signal sent from a plane or boat that is in danger. They are usually sent by radio waves so they can be picked up by any emergency services that could help. Exactly. Thanks. Lots of witnesses said they picked up distress calls from a plane several days after contact with Amelia and Fred was lost. 
That would mean the plane's engine would have had to be running for them to send the signals, and if they'd fallen into the sea, none of the power would have worked. So this suggests they landed on solid ground. Mm, that does make sense, but unfortunately, it's not quite proof that they landed the plane. There was a lot of confusion during the days that followed the disappearance of Amelia Earhart. And sadly, lots of hoax claims from people saying they picked up signals from the pair. A hoax claim means the person doing it didn't actually receive the distress call, but was playing a trick or a prank. That's not very nice. Why would anyone pretend to be a plane in distress? I'm really not sure, but it does mean that we don't know if any real distress signals were sent from Amelia's plane. Well, if Amelia's signals got lost in the noise, that might explain our third piece of evidence. Third piece of evidence. Signs of castaways on the otherwise uninhabited Pacific island Nikumaroro. In 1941, a human skeleton was found on the island next to a bottle and special device for navigating called a sextant. Then, in 1991, people landed on Nikumaroro and found the remains of a shoe that looked very similar to a pair Amelia wore days before she disappeared. The remains must have been Amelia Earhart's, proving that she was a castaway on the island. Those are fascinating discoveries, but there are a couple of issues I have with them being evidence. The first is that an examination of the bones carried out in 1940 by a doctor in Fiji said they were likely to be those of a European man. There is a chance that even though Fred Noonan was American, they could have been his. But then, where did Amelia go? And either way, all we have are those doctor's notes. The bones and items found next to them have never been seen since. So there's no way to run any modern tests on them to find out who they belong to. That is a problem. You know what though, Athena? I do hope that whatever happened, Amelia and Fred just had a lovely time living on an island in peace and quiet for many years with no one bothering them at all. Oh, now that's a nice thought. I can't say that getting away from it all doesn't sound like a great idea. Hello there, how can I help? Hi, uh, I'm looking to book a holiday. Well then, you have come to the right place. Welcome to Mystery Airways, where we tell all our customers to get lost. That's not very nice. Oh, we mean it in a nice way. Oh, uh. Where would you like to go? Well, I've saved up for a very long time, and I'd like to go all the way around the world. Fantastic. Well, we have got the package for you. Great! We fly you from here to California, where you'll stay for three nights before jet-setting to New Guinea near Australia. Then from there, you'll fly over the Pacific Islands and then just disappear never to be seen again. Uh, sorry, what was the last bit? The hotel in California is a five-star with a beautiful swimming pool and... No, 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 I mean after that bit. Now, the accommodation in New Guinea is the place royalty and celebrities go. No, after that bit as well. Uh, you'll just have the full luxury castaway experience. Where exactly will I be? No one knows, not even us! That sounds awful. Does it? Think about it. You'll probably be on a little Pacific island, beautiful weather, palm trees, coconuts, and no one will ever bother you about anything. Really? No work calls? No nagging from my parents about helping them with their computer? Nope. You will have zero phone reception and definitely, definitely no internet. Oh, I take it back. That sounds amazing. Can I go first class? Uh, well, there's only two seats in the plane. What? Of course, bon voyage! Well, that's who I'm booking my next holiday with. Tiernan, that was a sketch. I'm not sure Mystery Airways exists. And anyway, like I said before, if you got stuck on a desert island, that means Team Buster wins every week. Yeah, you're right. I'm not sure I could handle that. 
Shall we do a roundup of all the evidence so the chief detectives can decide just what happened to Amelia Earhart, Fred Noonan and their plane? That is a great idea. Go for it. Evidence Recap. The first piece of evidence is the many eyewitnesses in the Pacific Islands who say they saw Amelia's plane land. Except there are a lot of islands in the Pacific Ocean and witnesses all seem to say she landed on their one, making it all very unreliable. The second piece of evidence is the distress calls that were sent from Amelia's plane, meaning it must have landed safely on land. But some of the distress signals were hoaxes, meaning it's impossible to know which ones, if any, were real. The third piece of evidence are the shoe and other items, including part of a skeleton found on Nikumaroro Island. But these items have not been seen since, making it very hard to check them properly, and early notes say the skeleton was that of a European man. So now we're handing it over to you, Chief Detectives. What do you think? Are you an Amelia Earhart landed on a Pacific Island mythbuster? Or an Amelia Earhart landed on a Pacific Island myth truster? We want to hear from you and what you think. And most importantly, which side you're on. Obviously mine though, right? It's always my side. Always. Send us your voice notes with an explanation of why you're a myth truster or myth buster when it comes to the disappearance of Amelia Earhart. All you have to do is ask your grown-ups to help you email us your voice notes to hello at bustortrust.com. We want to hear from you and what you think. And most importantly, which side you're on. Obviously mine though, right? No. Send us your voice notes with an explanation of why you're a myth-truster or myth-buster when it comes to the disappearance of Amelia Earhart. All you have to do is ask your grown-ups to help you email us your voice notes to hello at bustortrust.com. Tell us your name, age, what you think all the evidence means and please, please make sure your grown-ups give us permission to use your voice notes in our next episode. We won't always be able to use all of them. But we do love to hear them. And here are some thoughts from you lot, our chief detectives, on the last few episodes. This week, we have had some lovely reviews come in from you, Chief Detectives. Thank you so much. Uh, This is from TM11111. Buster, Buster's all the way, all fake news. Unbelievable, Buster's all the way? No, I don't think so, but thank you for the lovely review. And I have to say, that isn't fake news. Thank you so much for your fantastic reviews. And if you'd like to review Bust or Trust, uh, then you can do it on whichever podcast platform you listen to Bust and Trust on. And we will read them out on the show. Oh, you chief detectives are the best. We'll see you next time for more Bust or Trust. Tiernan, if you want, we can do the mystery of where you left your keys next week. Oh, it's okay. I found them. Oh, really? Where were they? Well, it turns out they were in my pocket all along. And actually, it's your keys that I've lost. What? Why did you have my keys? Tiernan? Uh, I might have to disappear to the Pacific Islands for a little while. Tiernan! Tiernan!